Welcome to the Have a Seat Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deborah. And if you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. I'm glad you're here. I started this show during a time when I was questioning my own career path, and I found myself asking others about their jobs and the paths they took to get where they are. And as I got increasingly more curious, the thought came to me, what if I could sit and talk to these wonderful women to learn more about what it took to get where they are and what they may have planned for the future? And then it hit me, we'll start a podcast. In addition to the inspiring conversations, I also have mini casts where I'll share snippets of my own career journey and thoughts on current workplace issues. Fair warning, those do tend to get a little sassy. (laughs) Additional conversations, ways to support the show, or to register to be a guest yourself can be found on the Have a Seat website link in the show notes. Now, on to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and once again, welcome back. I am thrilled to bring you this conversation this week with Miss Jen Trum. Now, if you are a human resource professional or in any way are tied to human resources, this is going to be the show for you. Let me introduce you to Miss Jen Trum, who for more than 20 years had a successful career in human resources, a field that she loved and was passionate about. But despite her success, there was always a nagging voice inside saying, you're just not good enough. Who can relate to that, right? Then one day, she finally acknowledged to herself that she didn't like how she was showing up in her own life, and she felt ready to change her story once and for all. And so she did. She began a journey as a life coach specifically for women in human resources because she knew after so many careers and so many conversations that she was not alone in her thinking. She knew that there are other women who, like her, recognized on a deep level they were not living the life in a way that was most authentic to who they desired to be. And let's face it, within human resources, I'm sure that is a specific struggle. And that is what my conversation is centered around this week with Miss Jen Trum. So without further ado, let me let Jen tell you in her own words. Here is my conversation with Miss Jen Trum. All right. Well, Miss Jen, thank you once again for taking the time to have a seat with me this evening. I am so excited to talk to you and to learn more about your career journey and how you pivoted into becoming a coach and and sort of paying it back to those in your industry. So thank you for taking a few minutes with us this evening. Yeah, no, thank you. I really I feel really honored. So the, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> I am so happy to hear you say that because I know I contacted you sort of like 11th hour and like a true trooper. You were there. You're like, done. Sign me up. I'm on it. Yeah, so your messaging, your podcast is exactly <laughs> what mine is as well. I'm like, wow, you know, that is, you know, perfect kind of conversation, I think, to to have. So, yes, Absolutely. I agree. And can I just say, sidebar, I love the purple branding. Purple is my favorite yeah. color. I'm actually, my my chrome is purple. So oh, I totally pretty. appreciate that, first of all. <laughs> Your website is beautiful. I love it. I love Thank it. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, purple has been my color since a little girl and I'm not, I'm just not giving it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> And neither should you. I think that's wonderful. Yes. Purple in the house. Thank you. Purple for the win. <laughs> well, um, to get us started, let's uh, let's talk about what 
I'm curious as to how, what kind of was the catalyst that made you pivot to start your own business after over 20 years of working in corporate, specifically human resources, which, oh my gosh, I'm sure we could do a whole show on just what it's like to be an HR professional. But um, you've stated, and I really admired this statement, you stated you took the brave and terrifying leap to make this change, which was your career pivot or to start this new chapter. So what kind of pushed you in that direction back then? So something really fascinating happened when COVID hit. Pre-COVID, I think in HR in particular, we didn't talk much about what we were really struggling with. I don't think that we really were communicating that in a way. I mean, I think in some ways, maybe when, when it comes out as gossip or when it comes out as like, you know, kind of complaining, but we weren't really like talking about our own internal struggles, how we don't feel good enough, how we're, you know, not feeling as though, you know, we can keep up with all the changes. And and so as, as COVID happened, one of the things I really noticed is people were starting to talk more. And the conversations were starting to really shift in a really fascinating way. And I had already had a real interest in coaching. I mean, being in HR for 20 years, you naturally, like you naturally become a coach. And so when I kind of developed my love for coaching, I really started to recognize that, you know, what we're going through, this collective suffering of COVID, I think is really an opportunity for us to start kind of having more conversations, you know, being able to just be open. And and so I, while I was still working in HR, so I had an amazing, I worked for an amazing organization. I was at the peak of my career in terms of leadership. I, I missed the people I work with every single day. But while I was there, I made a choice to get certified as a life coach because I, I wanted to see how I might be able to utilize that to help people in in their own in their own lives and 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 really see if I can make a difference and so as I did that like this whole thing has been transpiring just over the last couple of years but as I did that I really realized that that's my purpose I think is helping people in their own lives and and be able to see how they are you know holding themselves back and, and, and keeping themselves from where they, they may want to most go. And so, so it was difficult. It was difficult to leave corporate world, you know, after so many years, because I loved everything. I mean, I finally got to the best company, the best job and to leave and walk away from that was so terrifying. And it took almost a full year for me from the time I left the company I was working for to now to be able to make it. And that's normal. You know, they say, oh, one to two years, but it also is really painful and it's scary and there's a lot of rejection. And and so, you know, it has been just a remarkable year and and one that I wouldn't trade for like anything in, in, in my life at this point. 
Oh my goodness. And the fact that it's just so fresh still um, is very refreshing because we don't, I don't often get a chance to uh, have a conversation with a woman who has made that pivot so recently. So that, that congratulations, by the way, that is amazing. And you have a picture on your website of where you're standing in front of like a Grand Canyon-y looking landscape. And I think that is like a very beautiful symbol of what you just described yourself doing. Like you just said, Hey, I'm going to conquer this big chasm because I can't, you know? Um, but I like that you touched on the fact that two things I, that I liked about what you just said was that I I like that you are niching to help support HR professionals because, and I'll admit it, I, I, I forget that they're humans too, for lack of a better description or a more eloquent way to say it, because it's like, we go to your, you know, your colleagues for support. We're the ones that, you know, we help me, help me, help me. And we forget that, Hey, they're humans too. And they also have, you know, their days or their moments or their insecurities or, um, so I think that's wonderful that you're providing that service for your you know, comrades in arms there. (laughs) Um, And uh, I also like that you are, um, you admit and be, and to show your vulnerability and what it took to make this change for you. Cause you do say that it was scary, but you're doing it. Um, and I say that because I think there's a lot of women out there specifically now, and maybe you're seeing it in your coaching business that are really questioning what they're doing, what they want to do. Do they even want to stay working for somebody Mm -hmm. else? And so the fact that you've done it, that really speaks a lot. Do you see a lot of that? I see all of that. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think, you know, what's really fascinating is I think that I had to, I had to struggle in a certain way in terms of my own journey through all of this, changing careers and, you know, really figuring out what it was I really wanted to do. How do I really want Mm. to live? And I think me going through that struggle has allowed me to be able to just coach in in a a way that's like, oh, I get it. You know, and I think that that's what anyone needs if you're ever going to get a coach. You know, you need someone who really understands what you're having to push through, but is also going to be there behind you to help do the pushing. And and so I, I, I think that that's what's really helped me and how I'm, you know, excited in, in this new role, because I think, you know, I, I honestly feel like human resource professionals, they, the impact that they have is so underrated, (laughs) you know, the opportunity that they have to make an impact in an organization is, is way underrated. And, and, and what I have found over the years, over and over and over again, are HR professionals who struggle with confidence. And if you struggle with confidence, it's really going to be difficult for you to make an impact because you're constantly, you know, you're questioning yourself. Am I good enough? Should I say this? Should I do this? And so I think, you know, that's why I've really chosen HR is because I spent 20 years realizing Oh, you guys, I get it. <laughs> I I'm I understand how hard it is to be confident, but it also is an opportunity to make an incredible impact in the organization and the employees that that you work with in an organization. Exactly. Oh, I love that. And again, I love that you're highlighting the support that you provide for those in human resources. And I guess I'm surprised to hear that 
they also feel like they're not good enough or that there's some um, disconnect there. Because as someone from the outside looking in, I think that they, like, in my experience, it just looks like to me that HR professionals in my organizations are so key. Like, they're in the mix. Like, they're they're in it. But I to see it and to hear you say that that's not always the case and that they struggle too um, – and that's why I love that your coaching is so niched to them specifically. Um, what do you think is is the is the is the disconnect? Is it is it that we have that uh, false perception of what being a human resource professional is? What I would love to see happen is if we, you know, collectively we're all just humans. You know, like we're all just mm-hmm. human beings. So if I'm an HR or if I'm a doctor or, or I'm this, I'm that, we all have a human experience. And one of the things I've really researched a lot over these past couple of years is just the the, the science around what it means to be, you know, human in terms of our thoughts and our emotions and and all of that. And so there was a study a few years ago that said that human beings on average have anywhere between like 60,000 thoughts a day, somewhere on average. And of our 60,000 thoughts that we have a day, 95% of them are on repeat. They kind of happen over and over and over again. So thoughts that we think about ourselves, thoughts that we think about other people, thoughts that we think about the world around us. Do we see our glass half full? Do we see it half empty? And then there was this other study that said that of all of the thoughts that we have as human beings, 80% of them are negative. If we're not really like intentional with our thinking. And so, so there's more and more science around <clears throat> like the power of being intentional with our thinking. And rather than allowing our brains to go on autopilot <laughs> and just think whatever it's going to think, because, you know, we have very primitive brains that kind of go all over the place, we become more intentional. And so that's really where my work centers around is, is women who are ready to become intentional and say, Hey, you know what? No, 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 no. (laughs) I know, I know that I can get control of this and I know that it's going to be a lot of work and, and, but I'm going to, I'm going to make it, I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen in my life because I know the science right now is showing that more and more and more. For example, let's say my story for myself was that I'm just not good enough, right? That I worry that whenever I get a promotion that I'm for sure going to fail because I'm not good enough. And this story ends up running inside of my head every single time I make a mistake, <laughs> right? Every, every single time I do something silly or something. And what ends up happening is that that creates like a mental habit in our brain because you know that we have as humans physical habits like everyone says oh yeah i could tie my shoes without even thinking and i can brush my teeth without even thinking but we don't really pay attention to the fact that we also have mental habits so the things we're thinking we're thinking over and over so mm-hmm. so if one of those thoughts are you know i just don't know that i'm good enough every time we get a promotion or every time we're trying to you know um kind of move up in the world, then what happens is we're creating these habits around not believing in ourselves. So I think 
the key is really around awareness and, and becoming aware of what are those stories? What are, I mean, you can't, you can't, can't get to the bottom of it without first knowing what our stories are. What, what do we really believe about ourselves? And, and then from there, it's just a whole process, <laughs> a whole process that, you know, that I help people through because it's not easy. It, it's, it's, it's pretty like, it's almost like a ball of yarn that's all like tangled up, right? I think that's how our brains are and, and however old you are, see, so I'm 48, right? So I have an, a lot of untangling, <laughs> a lot of untangling to do of my brain and and that's okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I, I want to be on this ride. I want to continue to figure it out. But, you know, I think all of us, depending on, you know, where we're at in our lives, if we want to start being more intentional with how we think, then we have to start untangling the mess that I think we, we have going on. So that, that's really kind of my biggest message with my program. Excellent. I love that. Start at the root and then work our way out to help with our transformation, to help with our, with our realization. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Now, do you go all over some of this or all of this in your free masterclass that you offer? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So I have a couple of different ways that you can work with me. So one is what you're referring to is a free masterclass. So masterclass.com is, you know, a Tony Robbins, uh, Dave, I can't remember his name, but they have, you know, the site and it's a really great masterclass that's on a excuse me, on a program called Lifebook. And Lifebook is something that about two years ago really changed my life. It's a it's a six-week program where you go through all of the steps of um, trying to really identify what do you really want in your life. Like if I could wave a magic wand, you know, like if we could wave a magic wand and say, hey, you know what, all those internal obstacles, the doubts, the worries, the confusion, the, you know, the insecurities, let's, let's, put those aside for a second and let's look at every area. Let's look at health and fitness. Let's look at your financial life. Let's look at your intellectual life. Do you want to be learning more and growing more? So you go through all of these different areas and you really figure out like what you want. And so it's creating an action plan for your life. And it's a, you know, it's definitely one of those things that's kind of an investment because looking at your life that deeply in multiple areas can feel over what, you know, it's a lot for some people. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing that I do. And then the other thing that I do is more around the women of HR. And there's a six week program that I do for just women in HR. And we really just talk about, you know, in, you know, our insecurities, our self-confidence, growing, that sort of thing. And that program is called Alive to Thrive. And so information on that can be found on my website, jentrum.com. I love that. And I love the play on words that you have for that Alive to Thrive with HR being capitalized. That's very cute. <laughs> thank <I love> you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. It must be very freeing for um, your clients to be in an environment and especially to be, um, to share with someone, as you said earlier, who's been there. 
um, yeah. because it is such a specialized field. I, I couldn't relate and I wouldn't pretend to, but that must be very nice to have to offer that to um, fellow HR professionals in that way. Yeah. You know, like it's really interesting because HR, it, when you really think about it, is in a pretty unique role. They are mm-hmm. both the advocate for the employee and trying to make sure the employees are feeling heard. Do they feel valued? You know, do they, do, do they, are they feeling like they're growing? And then you're also the advocate for the employer. And so when the needs and values of the two don't mix, <laughs> which is what happens in, in so many organizations, right? HR is in the middle. And so that's like, basically, I have a Facebook group that's called that. It's called HR in the middle because, because we are. And, and we have to figure out how do we navigate that? How do I still advocate for my employees, but also make sure that I am, you know, doing everything for the organization to help them grow, help them, you know, um, do whatever they need to, to, to do. So the last couple of questions, first of all, I love the coaching service that you, you provide, and I would love to have you back on someday, um, maybe like in the next six to nine months to see how it's been going for you in your new business and to see how the growth that's been happening with your clients. That would be lovely to kind of like catch up with you. I would love um, that. That would be so much okay. fun. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, great. Well, uh, two more quick questions, and then I'll let you hop off to get to your dinner plans. Um, as a busy professional woman running around now with your own business and coaching, how does Jen reset and rebalance? What do you like to do to kind of bring things back to center? Oh, my goodness. I am blessed to live in Southern Oregon. So it is Pacific Northwest, and I am further blessed to live about five minutes from one of the most beautiful hiking trails that we have in Southern Oregon. It has beautiful sunsets. It has beautiful sunrises. So I am nature. Like Mm -hmm. nature is my religion. Nature Mm -hmm. is how I connect to spirituality and, you know, just the universe. So I I get outside, I meditate quite a bit. You know, I I love just, you know, breathing. I typically, when I'm out in nature, I'll, I'll go for hikes by myself and I'll bring headphones and I'll just listen to, you know, music. And so that for me is like heaven. So I think, you know, for everyone, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be different to find out what that is. But when I finally connected to that more and more in my life, the more I was able to realize that, that that's what helps me really become the best of myself. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. you become the best version of yourself when you pour into yourself that way. And so that has been a huge lesson I think I've had for the past couple of years. I, I've lived in the house I'm in right now for five years and it's only been the last couple of years when I became a life coach that I now almost go on, you know, daily or every other day, you know, hikes, you know, to get outside because now I get it. You know, I understand what feeds me. So that's really that was my point. <laughs> Find what feeds you and, and, and go into that. And so for me, it's nature for others, it's music and, and for others it's movement. So you just, you got to find what it is for you. Find what it is for you. I absolutely agree. I totally am there with you. For me, it's yoga. Um, oh. Yes, I love that, that you do that for yourself. That's very inspiring. And you kind of described your your little walks and stuff. I was kind of there with you. I'm like, oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, last question. I'll let you head out. Um, Miss Jen, silly, funny bonus question. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. Um, so, Miss Jen, toilet paper, over or under? Always over. Over. Okay. Always <laughs> over. My husband just this morning tried to pull it under on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell no, you don't. Yeah, no. right. I am. I'm. I'm almost like a freak about the over. <laughs> well, Miss Jen, thank you so much. This has been a complete joy, and I look forward to our part two. Oh, thank you so much, Deborah. Have a wonderful evening, and we'll talk soon. And that wraps up my conversation with the inspiring Miss Jen Trum. I highly encourage you to check out the show notes for always to connect with Jen if her, our conversation in any way resonated with you. If you yourself are an HR professional and you find yourself asking these same questions and struggling with these same challenges, please check out Jen's website where there are a lot more, a lot more information and resources for you to help you become and achieve the human resource professional you know. No, you can be. All right, everybody, as you know, I like to end the show with a quote, and this week's quote is brought to us by Miss Jen, and it goes like this. I understand how hard it is to be confident as an HR professional, but it's an incredible opportunity to be able to make an impact for, or an, for an organization and employees. I like that quote, and I chose that quote because it, to- it sort of, to me, shows two sides of the coin. We understand that being an HR professional has its true challenges that are validating and relevant, but we also understand that you are in a position as an HR professional to make a huge impact for those you work with and the organizations you work for. So this, that is why I just love this conversation because Jen absolutely shined a light on the fact that guess what? Human resource professionals, you're human too. All right, everybody. Well, once again, thank you, Miss Jen, for coming on the show. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in for tuning in this week. As always, stay safe, be well, and remember, keep having those conversations. Mm-hmm.